everyone and welcome to the Real Fit Women podcast. In this episode, I'm talking with Grace Bow uh, of bridebody.com.au. Grace herself uh, has been running marathons, both full and half, and she last year participated in the Manly Soft Sand Half Marathon. So she gives us some tips for getting out and starting to run and integrating that into our uh, our exercise routines. She also discusses how she helps brides get ready for their big day. So I'm talking today with Grace Bow of uh, bridebody.com.au. Thanks for having a chat, Grace. Thanks, Casey. So happy to talk about it. I could talk about fitness all day long, which is what I love to do. I'm lucky enough to do it in my job. That's excellent. I'm finding that when I do talk to people like yourself that they just they can go all day. <laughs> because it's such a passion and that, I think that's awesome. True. So a little bit about you. You you run marathons and half marathons. What's with that? <laughs> um, I've always loved running and I think the, the great thing about when you do a running event, be it um, a marathon or a half marathon, it just kind of gives that extra accountability to your training. So it's kind of um, I mean, training for life is wonderful, but sometimes you can just sort of hit snooze on the alarm. But when you're training for an event, there is that limited amount of runs you can do between now and your running event in the same way that the brides I work with. You know, there's a limited amount of days between now and their wedding. So it just kind of gives that extra motivation to training. And I think as humans, it's great to just, you know, to really sort of test yourself and see how far you can go and the great thing about marathons is you're always just racing yourself and um, when you're competing with yourself, it's the best person to, com- to compete with because, you know, it's wonderful to sort of always be trying to improve on yourself. So have you always been – oh, actually, first of all, how, how far is a marathon? Is so a marathon is 42.195 kilometres and it's important to add that in because <laughs> when you are at the end of 42Ks, you do really sort of um, feel that last little bit. And have you always been in, a runner or interested um, in – I've always loved running. I guess the marathon thing came when I used to run with my then boyfriend, who's now my husband, and he sort of um, got into marathon running first. And I guess sort of being a competitive person, it's like when you're growing up with brothers and you think whatever they can do, I can do as well. And so that was kind of my original motivation. And then he sort of played on knowing that I'm competitive and was trying to get me to um, he said, I think you can do it as fast as his best friend. And so that was kind of my, my secret training goal, which is ironic having just said that it's about um, yeah. improving, on your, <laughs> improving okay. on, your, on your own time. Yeah. Excellent. And, and what's uh, – you've done the – so you did the Manly Soft Sand Half Marathon, so that's up near Sydney. Yes. Is that and just along the beach? It is. And so I, I love soft sand. It's um, for people that run quite regularly – the, they'll be familiar with the runner's high, which is, you know, when you go for a run and you do sort of get that euphoric feeling. But the problem is once you've been running marathons, it sort of takes longer for that natural high to kick in because if, if you're used to running 30 kilometres, you know, running 5K doesn't give you that same great feeling anymore. And so soft sound was so great when I was um, coming out of marathon training that 
because when you're running on the sand, you naturally have to work. It's 30% harder just because of the way of keeping sort of um, upright on the sand. And so because you're working 30% harder, I could come in having run for less amount of time and still sort of have that same high. Um, And then I'm lucky enough to live near the beach. And there's something about... I always like running in the outdoors, but to actually run with the sand beneath your feet, that really is kind of, uh, it's my ultimate running track, I think. Yes, I've heard people talk about this, this runner's high. <laughs> I've never actually experienced it myself. It's Running is one of those things that I, you couldn't pay me to do, so. <laughs> oh, you've got, you've got to get into it. It's, um, uh, the trick is to, to ease in, because I have lots of brides who sort of um, come to me and tell me that they're never a runner and I always tell people don't limit yourself and sort of describe yourself as you know yeah don't place those limitations in saying that you're not a runner because I think people can see you know when you see runners and you don't run you can sort of think that you will never be that but I always say anyone anyone who puts on their sand shoes and goes for a run you know that, that that's a runner I mean I think the label runner doesn't we've got to stop sort of applying it to um, the extreme athletes and think that it's only for people that do run marathons if you if you run around the block then you can call yourself a runner well that's what I tell the brides I work with anyway yeah that's actually a good point all right <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll stop saying I'm not a runner and I could never do that <laughs> I'll, I'll put it on my list and I think it's um, it's just about easing in. I think when you, you know, because people always see running as running distances and you yeah. think, oh, my gosh, well, I, I, you know, I can't run 5Ks to start with. But then if you do just, you know, um, again, I tell brides that if they're going for a walk to just to start to build it in. So, you know, I call it the um, pick a point run where if you're, when you're on your walk, if you see the lamppost and you just run to that and then walk to recover and just kind of build that in, which is actually one of the most effective ways to train anyway because then you're just um, – really what you're doing is interval training while you're on, on your walk. That's yeah, true. bit of sprinting in between the, the walking. Yes, yeah. So, so with your – you have a business called Bride Body and from what I've, – I've not gone through it as I'm not a bride <laughs> to be, but yeah. I, I, from what I can see, it's, it's a 100-day it's a program. Yes, so it all came about because I really was just so horrified that when it came to brides losing weight for their wedding, all the solutions, the weight loss sort of solutions that were on offer were just so drastic. It was sort of, um, you know, take this magic pill or drink this chemical concoction to sort of, you know, lose 10 kilos instantly. And it just they're they're all just so awful and the irony of them all is that they have such drastic side effects like the the dull skin and the limp hair which is the last thing brides want and so it was just sort of wanting to bring the normal um, principles of good nutrition and exercise to brides wanting to lose weight for their wedding so that's really what the 100 day challenge is it's um, we send them online an eating plan to follow each week and an exercise program which both sort of targets cardio like the running that we've talked about because it really is such an effective um, way to lose weight running as well as building in the the toning exercises especially for brides who all um, really want to tone up those arm areas for the strapless dresses. Yeah, so do you find that the brides often sign up with I guess their bridal party and make it a team? team effort yes and it's so wonderful to see so we do really always have um 
lots of brides and bridesmaids sign up together, which we really encourage, um, especially for the support network, for anyone who's, whether it's a weight loss goal or a fitness goal, having your friends on board is such an important part of success because it's often... um, you know, it's awful, but they say that one of the biggest determinants of your own weight is your friend's weight just because we tend to um, adopt friends' habits. And I'm sure, you know, yourself and your listeners would be aware of, you know, if you're out to dinner with friends and someone orders, say, the salad, you're so much more likely to order that yourself, whereas when someone has sort of... um or same with dessert, if someone says, yes. you know, no thanks, everyone will sort of say, oh, no thanks, whereas, you know, so we, we do sort of take our cues from our friends as well as particularly around the idea of fitness, that if your friends are meeting up to, you know, play sport or go for a walk together, you know, again, we sort of um, take our cue from, from them. So that's why we really do encourage brides to get their bridesmaids on board as well. Yeah, I think that's a great idea. Yeah. I am. Um... I have regular walks with my friends here in Tasmania. We're, we're oh. cutting back now because the weather is turning. <laughs> but over summer, we meet up once a week. Beautiful, we'll love it. Tasmania's got. We were um, in Tasmania for Easter last year, and it's got gorgeous walks down there. I mean, I know cradle mountain walks, not the everyday walk that people do, but we were just so amazed by the gorgeous scenery there. I'm sure you've got lots of beautiful walks where you are. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, my city has what's called the Gorge, which is. Um, it's this massive. Um, it's kind of. It looks like almost like a lake in the middle, almost in the middle of the town that feeds into the river. Oh. So it's it's really good to walk around there, and there's there's obviously many walks all over the state as well. So I am fairly lucky. Oh, that's gorgeous. We're so lucky in Australia. I've just um, gotten back from a three-week trip overseas and you really appreciate how blessed we are to have all our amazing natural scenery here. And, I mean, every state's got its own sort of um, gorgeous natural playgrounds because when we were overseas it was really, really polluted and and also that sort of um, element of unfamiliar sort of more dangerous cities where we were forced to work out in, indoors in a gym and it just made us appreciate that, you know, there's no comparison to, to working out in the outdoors, is there? No, it's pretty cool. I've not yet taken the step of doing a workout so like so far as going to a park and doing push-ups or, <laughs> you know, my squats or anything like that. But <laughs> It's all about... Um, I mean, I live in an area where there's lots of boot camps that are active in the morning. So you feel less like um, a complete weirdo for if you were to break into lunges. But um, my mum, I once sort of told her to do something like that. And people, I don't think, see a lot of outdoor um, exercises like that. And she said that people were rushing to her assistant saying, are you okay when she was sort of squatting, sort of thinking that, you know, she couldn't um, walk normally. So, yes. Yes, people don't like difference, I suppose. Although yeah. I did, I went on a walk yesterday and I did see two guys doing chin-ups on some play equipment. Of course, oh, I just, excellent. I, I didn't join in, but <laughs> maybe one day. Um, yeah, it's great when councils, there's um, a few parks near us which have the natural sort of um, like gym near, next to the children's playground. It will have sort of... Um, planks set up to help with sort of uneven bars with different exercise and it's so great when councils can do that for local areas I'd love to sort of see that rolled out across Australia yeah I think that that's um, a good idea we have there is one park in my city that has um it's it's workout equipment I guess you could say but it's so but it's fixed in the ground and it's kind of oversized but it is actually you're supposed to sit there and like um 
and it's supposed to give you a workout. So, like, it, there's one that it's kind of like those – oh, gosh, I've lost the word um, – cross trainer. So, your arms oh. and legs are going, things like Fantastic. that. Fantastic. And different, different, like, gym equipment, but they've, I guess, made it into a fixed play equipment for adults that I sometimes see people use. Wow, that's brilliant. It is about making, I think that's the big message for exercise for everyone, just that it can be accessible and affordable for everyone. Again, back to running, that's why I love it so much because so many times when you hear the excuses, you know, on holidays often people will fall off their healthy bandwagon because they'll say, oh, I didn't have access to my gym or my usual exercise program or video if that's what they do at home. Whereas the great thing about running is you can just do it anywhere that you are. So all you need is your sand shoes and your lace up and you're out the door. So and that's the same with the programs that we've done with the bride. So for the hundred day challenge, you know, one of the questions everyone always asks is, do I need to have access to a gym? But we've designed it so that it's completely able to do in your own home or out in the park. So you would have to um, get familiar and comfortable with the idea of, you know, performing some of those bodyweight exercises outside. Okay. <laughs> public displays of yes. exercise. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Love oh, it. I guess if you have a bridal party, you could all just it'd do be it like, to, and people do it assume, together. Yeah, you're doing Safety in numbers. That's yeah. It. So what, yeah. what, have you got any plans coming up for any more marathons or any different run events? Um, yes, one of my favourites is the Gold Coast Marathon. So for anyone who's listening, um, our pick of the Australian marathons is Gold Coast because something that's a bit embarrassing about Australia is I think we're we're not the best um, supporters and cheerers for um, sporting events. I mean, outside sort of, you know, the big games and the stadiums that when because, you know, we've run a few marathons between myself and my husband. So sometimes we're surprised and a little bit disappointed at some of the cities we go to where there'll be sort of no one lining the um, running route. Whereas, you know, you see pictures coming out of um, the bigger cities like London and New York and their marathons are like lined with, you know, 10 people deep cheering, which would just be such an amazing atmosphere. But the Gold Coast kind of is the the closest you get to that in Australia. So when we've run up there, we're, the crowd support's incredible and their, their running course is right along the beach, sort of hugging the, um, the coast, which is sort of gorgeous to, you know, extra motivation to look at and have such a gorgeous view. So yeah, that's on in July. Um, but I guess for anyone who's thinking about running event it's always important to give yourself enough lead in time so when you are sort of picking your event to make sure that if you sort of if you've got a great fitness base I think sort of four to five months is enough to step up on a program but otherwise you know if you are building up it might be um Melbourne Marathon is November time of year. Um, Sydney's got a great half across the Harbour Bridge and finishing at the Opera House, which is kind of, you know, great bucket list experience, that one, and that's in September. So there's some of the ones that we've sort of um, got on our calendar for this year. Cool. Have you found any of your brides, once they've gone through the 100 days, they've been completely, I guess, they've changed their life in terms of their their eating and their exercise and then they decide to do a marathon whereas before they thought that's not them they couldn't do it yes and that's what makes me so proud it's my absolute favorite part of the job is always hearing their um success stories and I think the fitness the pursuit of fitness goals is such a fabulous byproduct because with our plans you know people's original intention for signing up is always that motivation to lose weight and that then there's always you know each person no matter how much weight someone wants to lose we've all only got 
a very finite amount of weight to lose, be it five kilos, 10 kilos, you know, even when you've got 50 kilos to lose, once you've lost that weight, the best way to maintain a healthy weight for life is then about the pursuit of fitness goals. And it's such a great motivator. I mean, there's, there's one thing to sort of watch the numbers on the scale, but the real excitement comes when you are pursuing the fitness goal so so many times I've had the brides who have gone successfully through the 100 day challenge and then it is about you know um, their new goals so we've had lots who have gone we haven't had a full marathoner yet but I've had lots who have sent in their their half marathon stories and then that's the thing about the um, running bug that after the half marathon it's always that question of you know have now now I've got yeah. to um, do the full and, and but it is really about the the lifestyle changes and that's something that um we're really proud that on the 100-day challenge, as opposed to, you know, most of those wedding weight loss solutions, it's not just a quick fix. It is about implementing lifestyle changes. And so making exercise a habit is something that we really um, work really hard holding the bride's hands to make that a part of everyday life um, Something I tell lots of brides who struggle with exercise initially is I call it the 10-minute rule and it's that idea that in the morning when people really don't want to go, I always say, well, okay, just go out for 10 minutes and if you really hate it, then, you know, turn around and come back but you just got to give me 10 minutes every morning. And amazingly, every time once you're out that door, it is that um, irony, that, that, that saying, sorry, that the first step's the hardest because once they're out the door, no one ever comes back after just 10 minutes. They'll stay out there for the, the full workout. So I think, you know, on those days when listeners are struggling with motivation, if you can just promise yourself just 10 minutes, you'll be pleasantly surprised that um, you'll then, you know, stay out. That's a good yeah, a good thing to think because it's hard to go, okay, oh gosh, I've got to go for 40 minutes. It's, you know, I can't be bothered or I'm tired, but 10 minutes. Yeah, you yes. can do 10 minutes. Definitely. And, then, and yeah. I think, and to bring it back to running again, because I always, um, you know, I know mo- everyone's so time poor and no one more than, you know, busy brides who have so much to do in the lead up to the wedding. So we're always about trying to make a workout as effective and time efficient as possible for them for burning the um, most amount of calories. And running, just to back to, back to running, is the really the most efficient thing to do that. So I guess to look at it from a numbers perspective, so lots of brides always sort of um, tell me when they first joined that they sort of complain that they've um, been walking quite regularly and haven't lost any weight and that that actually never surprises me because walking is such low-intensity exercise, whereas running being a high-intensity exercise burns so much more. So let's just say if you walk for 10 minutes, you'll burn approximately 20 calories. But if you run for the same 10 minutes, you'll burn 100 calories. So, you know, if you do have, if just when you said the example before, if you just have 10 minutes, it makes so much more sense to just, you know, go harder and, and burn more in the time that you've got. Yes, intensity is very important when it comes yes. to what you want to achieve. That's Definitely. Excellent. I'm preaching mm. to the converted here. This is great. Well, I'm still not converted on the running, but I, I, do, <laughs> I believe what you say and I, are you, um, I hear what you say. But are you more a strength trainer then? I do prefer weights and things like that over excellent. running, yes. But that's always been the case, unless it's like in netball or some kind of sporting where there's running involved. I won't just go and run. I love, I love that you love weights. I'm always trying to um, get the message out there that, you know, lifting weights makes brides look incredible, not like the Incredible Hulk. It's that big myth we've still got to clear up, don't we, that, they're, yes. you know, it's, it's, it's fabulous for toning, not kind of 
you know, it's not the Arnie Schwarzenegger path. <laughs> this is... I mean, I'm not, I'm not a medical professional, but I'm pretty sure there's literally no chance that we could become Arnie. No, not at all. So, and that's why people don't understand that, um, you know, testosterone is what um, produces it, that the female bodybuilders, they're just, it's so, so, so hard for them to sort of, you know, to, to get that definition. That's, yeah, yeah. you're right. <laughs> that's a whole other topic, I suppose. Yes, sorry. <laughs> no, 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 just, we could chat about that for days. Mm. But I won't keep you for days, so. But thank you so much for <laughs> having a chat, Grace. Oh, my pleasure. Lovely uh, to talk with you. And if people want to, to learn more um, about your 100-day program, they can go to bridebody.com.au and mm. they can also, I notice you have a free guide to choosing a wedding dress for your particular body shape. That's it. So, yeah, they're um, more than welcome to log on and check that out. And we also blog quite regularly on um, everything that we love about fitness and health. Excellent. All right, thanks yeah. again. Thanks so much, Casey. Great to chat.